Welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit, analyzing who framed Roger Rabbit one minute at a time, with special guest Jeff Walsh. Oh yeah, Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit, minute 50. I'm here with Annie McMullen. Hi! And I am Chris Blair, and we are joined again by our good friend, Jeff Walsh. Hey, guys. Hey, Jeff. Good to have you back here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back. So, uh, Jeff, uh, have you ever either written the Who Framed Roger Rabbit ride at Disneyland or played the Who Framed Roger Rabbit video game on the NES? Uh, I'm going to say yes to both, but no on any recollection of it. Like, because, you know what I mean? Like, they're, like uh, been to Disneyland during that time. I can't imagine that I didn't get on the Who Framed Roger Rabbit ride. Oh, God. You know what? Probably not on the end. I can, NES, I can imagine that you didn't. It's weird. No. You can imagine that I didn't? Yeah. Like, it's what, like I was like now. a young emo curmudgeon. Like, no way, man. I've been like, I like. like it's in an area like that. It's definitely in like a little kid's area. I'm all over those little kid rides. No problem. <laughs> My wife and I just had recently went. Uh, we will hit all the, like the Mr. Toads. We'll hit the Dumbo. Like, yeah. we like You're we're, rocking we're like the Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, the uh, I think well, we Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad's good stuff. Teacups, let's go. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, see if you can't turn those things fast enough to make somebody, uh, you know, lose their lunch. But it so yeah, like when you're at Disneyland, I think that you should be taking in all of the rides as best you can. So I'm gonna guess that I was on that ride at some point in my storied career of being a human. But uh, the but the NES. You know what? I'm gonna retract. I'm gonna rescind my yes and turn it probably to a no. Probably no. Yeah. Well, very very weird game. Um, maybe uh, we'll we'll watch like a playthrough of it at some point in time and uh, talk about it. But it is a uh, uh, if you like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you still very much might not like the game. Um, I mean, I think the take is the same on the ride. <laughs> but. On a, something that's good, we are talking about Minute 50. Minute 50 begins. That feels like such a milestone. It is, yeah. You know, we really are at a milestone. We're getting very close to the halfway point of the movie. Uh, so, uh, you know, buckle up. Uh, yeah. things are There's so much undiscovered. Yeah, lots of lots of lots of milestones that come before the halfway point, right? It's like this is a this is a milestone. Like, congratulations on your nine your milestone ninety fourth birthday. Very close to a hundred, not quite there. It's still a milestone, nevertheless. I'm happy to be here for it. You know, I'm happy to be here. Don't let anybody don't let anybody take that away from me. Absolutely, never, never. Minute fifty, that was me. <laughs> let's go, let's go. <laughs> Um, only one minute 50 guest, and that is you. Thank you so much. It begins with Dolores saying, I stop by probate and ends with Roger spinning on a glass. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, lot of bigs and a lot of uh, pieces and changes. Uh, beginning of this minute, very adult oriented. Uh, end of this minute, very drunk adults uh, watching a cartoon. Get some get some big information dropped as far as the uh, detective part of this goes. I love this part where Dolores is like giving Eddie this vital piece of information, mm-hmm. and but the, she's she's fixing his collar. She looks like she's mm-hmm. almost in tears. She's so urgently getting at like she just clearly 
cares so deeply about Eddie. And even though she doesn't want to, even though she knows he's a mess and she should walk away, she like, she's just completely um, like compelled, you know, in, in this way that she can't help in, in a way that's almost like Toonie, right? Like no matter what, she has to take care of Eddie, no matter how bad of an idea it is. And you can just feel that in this moment, she does such a good job. Yeah, I, I really, I, I noticed the same thing that she's fixing the collar. Like, I don't know why that like really jumped out at me because it seemed like maybe the collar like uh, didn't totally need fixing, but it was, she was going to fix that thing anyway. Like, like it's uh, both a sign of uh, affection, of taking care of. It's also uh, when I was, uh, when I was in college, somebody had taught me like, when you want to bring the attention to yourself, you put the attention on someone else. And uh, I was in a production where um, I had like this big coat and every night during the same scene, he would grab me and he would mess up my collar, fix my collar and dust me off, even though I didn't need dusting off and my collar didn't need fixing. Uh, shout out Dan Riley. He, he probably doesn't even remember me. but if, if He would do that every time. And eventually I was like, why do you do that? He's like, when you want to bring the attention to yourself, you put it on someone else. And so I noticed that right here. And I was like, I really like this move. It's a very good move. Of course, she didn't need that. The camera is like over the shoulder looking right at her, but still a good move. Yeah, but it does like add it. You know what? It's maybe not like yourself. You put it on someone else, right? But like when, if she wants the attention on her emotion and her face, this weird little move does a really good job of that yeah, so somehow. Good. Yeah. On the verge of tears, uh, giving out this information, just like you said, Annie, just so ready to uh just really really wants to take care of eddie here yeah yeah really helping him getting involved in this whole uh really put stakes in this now we know that the rest of the movie takes place within this same day because he um that there's that pressure that like they're gonna have to find that will before midnight tonight we do also get like another little glimpse of Jessica in this minute in the car. And she's mm -hmm. got a much more like skeptical kind of cynical, weird face happening in this. Um, so I guess she is capable of making one other face. Uh, but again, it feels just like something to kind of like throw um, focus on this, you know, painted hussy. Yeah. It was like a cheap What's that? <laughs> Cheap trick. The uh, the uh, the middle of this minute I thought was uh, was fantastic. Uh, as they, I think they hear Roger right, and so they're they're going to go run into this bar, and then we get that this um the short glimpse of the weasels as they pop their head out of the manhole. Uh, just so awesome. Uh, this one weasel is straight tripping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you take a look at his eyes, and he's he's on something, and you know. Uh, is uh, having having not seen it are their eyes always just like yeah like this uh, yeah. uh psycho the weasel so yeah uh, yeah for yeah. sure he's feeling it he's he, he's he's into whatever nefarious activities that they happen to be working on uh you know setting up roger doing their deeds and psycho is just awesome i would i would take psycho put psycho on a shirt wear that shirt around yeah, that, I think that's the weasel to do that with. Now, yeah. I never considered that, that Psycho is just maybe tripping balls for the entire movie, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, look at those eyes, man. Look at those eyes. 
Maybe he was part of that like MK Ultra experiment where they just tried to give people so much LSD that then they would like induce mental illness or whatever. Yeah. Was that back then? The MK Ultra experiment and and uh, the LSD stuff is that nineteen? Something that is comes that, is frequently that... is my um shocking lack of history knowledge and the uh, fact that you could tell me anything and I'll believe you. It seems like it was around that time because I know that LSD had like a huge boom, very early sixties, and that's 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 right around that time. Yeah, so people were probably experimenting with it around this time. Mm. Not straight shooters like Eddie. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely was in a wartime. So one of those. Which war? One of them. <laughs> Either like one or two or yeah. <laughs> one of the ones named after a place. That's good. Uh, this uh, this moment where they run in, like it, mm-hmm. like we just saw Roger last a few minutes ago, but um, the last time we we talked about the deleted scenes in the actual script, the, the, a long time passes between uh, Eddie seeing Roger last time and Eddie seeing this time. But um, this this seems like Roger is zero percent concerned with the fact that he's wanted for murder and going to be executed for it. I don't think he has free will. <laughs> <laughs> at least not yeah. like full free will mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i love this like where so roger's dancing on the bar right and we remember the first bar scene the one where we realized that eddie has some, some like serious fighting skills um but in this one it, that same guy who like basically doesn't move he's got like a weird kind of western hat on and he looks he looks like a sad cowboy from a painting uh he's every the crowd's going wild everyone in the bar is like being very boisterous and he's still sitting in that same position not moving not reacting at all it looks like a wax <laughs> figure it's great it's just such a good little callback gag yeah yeah I that now. Yeah. yeah i see that guy yeah. yeah it's such a fun sweeping shot as they as they follow eddie and dolores in and then it pans over and then you see the length of the bar with um uh, with Roger at the end doing his deal. It, it was, uh, I thought this was a really fun way to get, to bring these two back together. Why are there no women in this bar? Is that normal? I think because maybe this bar is, is nothing but a trolley car conductors. And my apologies to trolley car conductors listening, mm. but I think women aren't into them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think if you, if you, know that it's going to be trolley car conductor heavy you know like you have different types of bars sometimes you have bars that like uh oh this is like a 49ers bar it's like we're all the fans of the 49 this is a cop bar like all cops hanging out here i mean the the trolley conductor bar you know that's not going to be like a singles hot spot it's like nobody is going to be like yo me at this trolley car i am offended at the premise that women only go to bars (laughs) for for the male talent. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's... <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course am that's I, not. Am I allowed no, to have a drink? No. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> what I'm getting at is uh, that's a funny way to put that. But also, like, uh, it's not just... There's other um, men who don't want to be here, too. I'm just saying that <laughs> women don't want to be here. I'm saying yeah. uh, nobody really wants to be here. <laughs> Unless you want well, those we to congregate all over yeah. you. Yeah, we gotta congregate somewhere, Annie. All right, we gotta <laughs> congregate somewhere. I say, I say we, 
because I'm announcing that I will be uh, driving a trolley car. <laughs> Jeff, I'm so sorry about my comment earlier. Uh, listen, listen, when next at the end of this, when you ask me where you can find me, I'm going to say in a trolley car. Our condolences to his wife, who is now going to be married to a trolley car. Well, I'll tell you what, she cannot come into the bar after I, when I go get <laughs> drinks. There's no shot. All right. No way. She's got way better things to do. <laughs> Hang out with me and my trolley friends. You know what I mean? Listen, I think I'm going to go hit it. I'm going to go kick it with the trolley boys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's the name of our uh, soon to be boy band. Yeah. <laughs> the trolley boys. The trolley boys. I'm into it. Can I be in it even though I'm not a boy? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. You see, I, that, that makes up for the fact that I implied that women <laughs> only go to bars for the quote unquote, as you put it, male talent. <laughs> that was not me. I didn't, I didn't come up with that phrase. <laughs> was, that was Annie talking about male talent. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, a little bit like a, uh, like some improv scenes uh, where there's almost nothing but dudes in that community. And therefore the women do not want to come in because the men that are in those communities are going to make them very uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, tro that's the trolley bar. <laughs> like I said, my role on this podcast is um, is the female gaze, <laughs> particularly as it relates to Bob Hoskins. And that's it. That's what I do. I'm here. I got to ask, yeah. is this the real trolley car dilemma here? <laughs> Jeff is like, oh God, this is being recorded. Oh, uh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just me and the trolley boys having a convo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Boy. I can't wait. For, and one of them's gonna branch off and do their own thing, become very popular, leaving the rest of us trolley boys behind. It's gonna be it's yeah. not gonna be me because I can't sing or dance. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a great name for this minute, though, by the way, is Roger and the Trolley Boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do love how how much these depressed, drunk, grown men are just loving this cartoon character singing. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 weird. <laughs> Especially the one like guy who he just very much looks like a stereotypical grandpa like like they're they're making a serial ad and they need to cast a grandpa and th that's the guy he's in all of them mm -hmm. and he's doing this weird like gel elbow raising jig move <laughs> like he's he's mimicking um mimicking roger's movements like a like a teenager on tiktok like it's really odd <laughs> what do we think about the uh the the lyrics to uh to to roger's song because he's he's singing about his personal life in this one he's essentially doing mm -hmm. improv here mm -hmm. he's doing musical improv but uh yeah, he's. Uh, it feels that. like he's having an episode. The whole, this whole song, and then how it ends. It, it, it feels like he's having an 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 episode that a, a professional should intervene with. It does not. Again, it's that same. Like this, this movie gets kind of dark, <laughs> where you're like, you're like, everyone's enjoying it. It's kind of like dance monkey dance, right? Like do the thing. You have no choice in the matter. Like other people are, um, other people want it. And this weird old man wants to do your jig. So you, you must sing and you must dance and you must smash plates on your head and you have no say in the matter. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about the guy who Roger grabs his toupee and spins it around on his head? Mm. So that guy, I'm pretty sure that is the egg guy, right? That's egg guy? Yeah, yeah I think that's egg guy. That's yeah. uh, Angelo. 
Jim and the silent cowboy are um, regulars. They're always mm-hmm. at the bar. Uh, mm-hmm. And isn't is Egg Guy the guy who Eddie beats the shit out of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Eddie does a sweet ninja move on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this guy routinely humiliated. just a routine like right here i watched this and when you freeze this moment where he's like desperately trying to grab his toupee and put it back on his head his boys are razzing him (laughs) to death they are straight up they like this is uh, this is really bad for this guy this and he's laughing along but you could see sorrow in his eyes like like he did not he he didn't want this but he realizes that it only gets 10 times worse if he gets defensive about it. Mm. So I got to pretend I'm laughing with my trolley boys or whatever, but the, but they are clowning on this poor guy. Uh, mm. uh, you know what I mean? Like straight up, this uh, this guy is going home absolutely defeated after this, wondering what's be, next. I think he might be into it. Given You think he's into it? He's into I mean, the, the last time we see him, the last time we see him, Eddie levels him like to the point where we're all impressed with like levy with Eddie's like fight club ninja abilities. And he's, he's back subjecting himself to more of it. I, I think, I think we might have to, to respect that he's into this. Jeff, that real question. Is he into being humiliated? What's that? Am I into it? Yeah. yeah. You into- uh, I don't know if I mentioned this the last time I was on here, but what kind of podcast <laughs> is this? What have you invited me on to? Why am I here? All right. I don't understand. Is this what everybody goes through or just me? Am I into it? I don't know. Am I being humiliated right now? Because if so, uh, I am. (laughs) This episode is now going to be called Mistress Roger and the Trolley Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's good. (laughs) I think this guy, I think this guy uh, takes one on the chin, man. Like he's, he's laughing like, he's laughing like he likes it. But I mean, this guy's heart is breaking, like legitimately breaking. He's like, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to live this down. Uh, that being said, absolutely, uh, my MVP of this minute is this is this guy. This mm-hmm. guy, just, I'll, you know, the the face of bravery. <laughs> the face of bravery is this man. Face of bravery. It's the face of bravery. And uh, he might get braver in future minutes too. We'll, yeah, he might. We'll I'm not, I, listen. I, I'm not going to be here for those minutes, so I have to celebrate this guy right now. Mm, and so there. here I am. What, is, what does braver look like for this guy? That's what I want to know. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. But listen, uh, uh, bless this guy. <laughs> there's a lovely little moment where this whole time eddie's so pissed right because roger he's he's harboring roger robert roger's a fugitive and, and eddie's harboring him and and roger is um you know not doing a good job of hiding yeah. so eddie's seething and dolores is true to dolores's you know um compulsion she's trying to take care of eddie and being like enjoy this moment it's funny it's cute it's fun and like you haven't had fun for what appears to be your entire life. So like, just smile, Eddie. It's a cute, it's a cute little moment. Yeah. And it's all just faces, no words, just faces. They do yeah. such a good job. This brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show. Of course, I'm talking about Hypothetical Thursday. Hypothetical Thursday, join in on the fun. 
hypothetical Thursday where I pose a hypothetical question and uh, love to hear your answers. Uh, so the question I'm asking this time, since we're in the middle of Roger singing a song, is if you could have any cartoon character in the world serenade you and, uh, you know, do some lyrics about you, what cartoon character would you want it to be? Start off, I think I will go with Elmer Fudd on this one. Because <laughs> Elmer Fudd, he's a, it's always a fun time when Elmer Fudd's singing a song. Yeah. Can it be a duo? Absolutely. I think I would want like Ren and Stimpy to sing me a song. Oh, mm -hmm. that's a good one. Just because it would be really weird. And mm. I, you know, I love that, right? I want the most deranged song I can possibly get. And I, th I think that that's who I go to. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have picked Elmer Fudd now because that is that great. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go in a different direction, like a legit different direction. Mm. I'm gonna go Bugs Bunny, and I'll tell. But I here's why: okay. is that Bugs Bunny is like slightly snarky, a little sarcastic, right? And just kind of reminds me of one of my favorite slightly snarky, kind of sarcastic singers uh, who I recently saw perform, and just I think that. You know, I don't think it's a really far stretch to be like Bugs Bunny is that different from Stephen Malcolmus of Pavement. And so Malcolmus being one of my favorites, probably if Bugs Bunny uh, did something off of a Pavement album, I'd probably be incredibly stoked. Now, that's not serenading. It's not serenading, right? Serenading is like a little bit of a, of a different style of singing. It's like singing to me. But just like if I had to watch a cartoon character, this isn't exactly your question, Chris, but in concert, uh, uh give give me give me a bugs i i i mean you know listen i don't i don't want anything ha to happen to the lead singer of pavement but oh you know if he has to take he has to take a little vacation mm -hmm. i think we should have bugs fill in and just see what what that's like you yeah, know I think, For, yeah, they, they might yeah. be on their last tour they might be on their last tour of all time but hey yeah. who knows yeah in like an an adam lambert queen situation mm -hmm. right like yeah bugs bunny pavement yeah. situation yeah. Okay. yeah i would okay. love to hear bugs bunny sing heaven is a truck that's yeah uh, exactly yeah <laughs> for sure yeah 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 mm -hmm. uh, all right well listeners we'd love to hear your answers let us know on who analyzed roger rabbit listeners our facebook page that has been hypothetical thursday Hypothetical Thursday, join in on the fun. All right. Do we have anything else for this minute? No, you know, I I concur with Jeff's assessment of the MVP. I, I think that's a good call. So we're going to leave it at that. That is it for today. Um, thanks for joining us again, Jeff. Uh, where can people find you at? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, I, I, you can't find me too many different places, as I said the last time, but I am part of the uh, Drunk Theater San Francisco cast. We perform uh, twice a month on Saturdays in San Francisco. Uh, so if you're around, you come on out. It's a good time. And also you can find me on um, Endgame's Improv Stages, a variety of shows. I, I hop on and off those shows. So I'd love to see you come out and support, and support Improv. Jeff is also a really great improv teacher and sometimes teaches classes. That's there. very nice of you to say. I, I do sometimes teach improv, sometimes coach improv. But, uh, you know, I don't know if our I don't know if our listeners are uh, care about that, but who knows? Hey, come you on, take a class. Care about that, all right? Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, take a class. Come take a class. Thanks for having me. Oh. <laughs>
Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're Doing Genre Podcast. You can check out other podcasts on doinggenre.com, including many more movies by Minutes ones. And we will see you on Friday for Minute 51 of Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit. <laughs>